From the breeding grounds through the migration routes to the southern wintering areas, Ducks Unlimited has been conserving waterfowl habitat for 86 years. DU volunteers and supporters have helped conserve over 15 million acres, but the work isn't done yet. To play your part in the next 15 million acres, visit www.ducks.org and join our volunteer team or find an event near you. Ducks Unlimited, the world leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Bottomland is Mossy Oak's original camel pattern created by Toxie Hayes over three decades ago. This pattern preserves the original design while applying advanced technology for increased effectiveness. The same field-proven components and colors, the same dirt and bark elements, the same ability to blend into dark environments and obscure a hunter's outline from every angle. Mossy Oak Bottomland. Get him. Welcome, folks. Y'all come on in and make yourself at home. This here, well, this is the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Your home for all things Rolling Thunder. This episode is brought to you by Mossy Oak, because everything is better in Bottomland. Kent Cartridge, quality matters, performance counts, Shen Gear, waterfowl gear that is built better. Benelli USA, dominate the skies. And Ducks Unlimited, the world's leader in wetlands and waterfowl conservation. Well, welcome back to another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. What's up, buddy? Oh, nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> nothing good? <laughs> nothing good. Boy. I mean, it's been a tough day here for me. Has it been a tough yeah. day? Why don't you why don't you unpack that for us? I think I mean, the only thing that I can say is I've just I just assumed the role of punching bag today for oh, whatever really? reason. Yeah. Uh, mm. So what you're saying is that we hashtag got mean today. That, That's a good way to put it. About that for a second. That was good. That was good. Nice. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. Like you had that planned. <laughs> you teed it up. I did. Inadvertently, that worked out very well. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. I'm not sorry. I know you're not. Will. <laughs> I'm not really sorry either. I'm, I'm just, just going to mute Drake's felt, microphone the rest I'm of the I'm sorry. Podcast. felt like the... Right, next thing to say. Anyway, so you you're saying you've had a bad day, or no, I wouldn't say a bad day. Oh, it's just been a hard day. Yeah. You want to unpack any of that for us, or you want to just move right on? No. on to- you don't strike me as much as a shrink, so I'll save it for my therapist. <laughs> <laughs> Snappy. That feels that feels like a very indirect way of saying you're not a good listener, <laughs> so I'm not going to talk. <laughs> If the shoe fits, feel free to step into it. How about this weather? Uh, uh, well, 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 well. Welcome to another episode. <laughs> uh, you want to kick off the topic or you want me to... <laughs> So oh man! Can we just start over? Or something? <laughs> oh no! No 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 no! This hole is the only way to get out of a only way to get out of a deep hole is to, you know, uh, do you keep digging? How do you dig your way out? I'm sorry. Today has been a rough day for you, and it's been because of me. 
That's about all the lifeline I can give you. <laughs> You've provided some some really good input today. And I, I feel I like it was, that. you know, sometimes, you know, the coach has to yell at you because you're, I don't know, in the wrong spot or on the field, and, you know. Or just because. Yeah. You know, never know. In fact, today was one of those just because days. Maybe. But I, I guess where I was trying to go with this was you responded to the, you know, I grabbed you by the front of your mask and shook you and was like, what? Get me out of your ass. <laughs> And you came back with, like, one of the more profound perspectives on the day. I mean, so you're going home wounded, but I'm kind of – still scored a touchdown. Yeah, I'm kind of <laughs> <I'm kinda> like <laughs> – hey, in was, the end zone, but I still yeah. got there. <laughs> oh, maybe we do need to redo this or hug or something. <laughs> I mean <laughs> – just promise me it won't happen again. <laughs> Hell no, I'm not promising that. That's <laughs> like asking the quarterback to promise he's never going to throw another interception. It's like, yeah. you're going to throw another one, <laughs> but it won't be the it won't be a career ender. No, <laughs> hope not. Uh, <laughs> no, but uh, we have covered a lot of stuff today, and this is a hard time of year around here. Honestly, I mean it's it's hard to stay motivated. Um, I know y'all are probably sick and tired. I'm pointing at Drake and Riley. Y'all are probably sick and tired of tuning calls, O-ring and stuff, you know, putting bands on. Like, this time of year, is it is hard work, and it's hard to see the light at the end of the tunnel because it's, mm-hmm. it's like it's never going to end. And those three machines in there freaking spit God, them out. Yeah. <laughs> we know the smokestack coming off the machine room. I mean <laughs> – I think Kobe set a single day record yesterday. He's <laughs> like 110 inserts off one machine. Jeez. And, one day. Uh, but, you know, all that's all good. Billion I mean, bands. Yeah. <laughs> Drake, Drake's down there like, well, I increased efficiency. I figured out how to polish five bands at one time. Well, <laughs> Kobe's, making, yeah, Kobe's making 100 <laughs> calls at a time. Yeah. <laughs> we'll catch up uh, one of these days. One of these days. <laughs> no, but I mean, at, I guess I'm I'm trying to dig our way out of the hole to just say that this is a tough time of year in the call business. It's slow. There's not a t- ton of stuff selling because, you know, everybody's done with turkey season. Everybody hadn't quite gotten out of, like, beach and lake mode into, into duck season mode. And so, you know, this is where you set yourself apart. It's where you make plans for both the fall but also next spring. And, you know, we're – I say make plans for the fall. We're actually – right now we're working on plans for – fall of 24 i mean fall of 23 has already been baked i mean we're about to start shipping that stuff you know so you know now it's like where are we going to hunt this fall and what are we going to make for next fall and so it's a it's such a weird like until you've lived it and been through that cycle a couple times it's such a weird business cycle to be in because you're still just kind of hung over from turkey season and kind of don't really want to talk about it anymore but at the same time it's like (laughs) I mean, shoot, y'all, Canada's like, what, three months away? Oh, it's I mean, not it's far. Less Four, than, yeah. yeah, yeah, three and a half. And uh, you start adding up how many calls those machines can make and how many we can tune and how many we can polish, and it's like, there's not quite enough days. <laughs> I mean, no. see, you kind of have to just buckle down and do the best you can and hope the results take care of themselves. And um, to your point, our conversation earlier, I mean, we're, we're planning on some stuff that's a year and a half out and working on some new business ideas and some new 
products and um anyways speaking of new products <laughs> you're tired of talking about it <laughs> no. i'm trying to work my way around to giving you a real hot compliment because oh. because after i grabbed him by the face mask and you know told him to as Keelan Samples told Weston, get your head out your ass, boy. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> not in he, there, but he, I can't see him, Daddy. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, did y'all see the video of that? Jason pulled it off the hard drive for Keelan on Friday oh, while no. we were all here at the golf scramble. <laughs> oh, gosh. Keelan was like, oh, yeah, that was painful to watch. <laughs> he was like, it's not funny anymore. <laughs> He's like, yep, he really couldn't see it. Like, literally the turkey bumped into the blind as it walked past it. Yeah. Oh, my God. He's like, shoot it, shoot it, shoot it. I can't see it. I can't see it. <laughs> turkey walks off and Keelan throws something down and goes, gosh dang, boy, you got to get your head out of your ass. <laughs> uh, no, but um, – Anyways, we're, we're kind of navigating through a couple of new products and kind of some new avenues that we're trying to go down. And you got a really good perspective about our brand versus other brands. And so can't divulge all those details because they're nice and tightly tied up with non-disclosure agreements. But, I mean, I'm, I'm sorry for fussing at you, but I, I do feel like you came out and, you know, hit a walk Responded off. well. Um, I wouldn't say you responded well, but you came with some very valuable input. <laughs> Talking about a backhanded compliment. Goodness gracious. You pouted for a while. I mean, <laughs> how long is a while? Can we not? Let's talk about something else. <laughs> oh, my. I can sit here and watch this all day long. This is great. You're having a blast. <laughs> Kick oh. back. Just oh. back and forth. Heads back and forth. <laughs> oh, well, if you're still listening. Yeah. Oh, today's podcast. <laughs> You're not letting me off the hook here. What are you talking about? Oh, we're going to transition into what we're talking about today. Yeah. We got a good nerd episode. We do have a great nerd episode. About a great new product we have. All right. Tell us about it. Riles, tell us about it. It's a duck call. It's a J-frame <laughs> oh duck call. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, this is we got a mean duck. We've got a mean duck. Uh, just bear with yeah. us, guys. Please yeah, just yeah. bear with us. Uh, <laughs> We're at the end of the day. Yeah, so it's summertime. It's time to launch new duck calls. And the yep. new duck call for the month of June is the mean duck. Yep. Super stoked about it. It Get is. Uh, it's, you know, it's our, I guess, first J-frame. And I don't know exactly know how many years. Um, yeah. But it's been a minute. It's awesome to kind of dip back into it and. It was first one that I've ever really been a part of, and it was it was really cool. Learned a ton and uh, super fun, aggressive, raspy call. Um, I think a lot of guys are going to like it. Yeah, so we're launching this call. It's a new model. It's called the Mean Duck. We're launching it officially online June the 29th, which I think is a Thursday, right? Mm, that sound right? Friday, I believe. Let's check that right there. No, it's a Thursday. Oh. Because the first is a Saturday. Yep, Thursday. Okay. Yeah. So it's Thursday, June the 29th. And um, we kind of, we soft launched these at NWTF. Got a good response. I would say that response to the call was a little slightly overshadowed by the Mr. Fox slash XL Ebonite craze. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> um there was like this circular line that came in past Mossy Oak and about one out of every five that came past Mossy Oak just made the loop yep. to our place. Yep. And, you know, um, 
Visa and MasterCard both must have had fantastic months oh, in the hunting community <laughs> yeah, in the yeah. month of February. Um, but um, so we soft launched it there and with just one color and um, kind of, why don't you kind of go into some of the, actually, before we go into some of the feedback that we got, okay. let's just, you know, while we're, while we're nerding out here, let's talk about the history. You mentioned that this is the first J frame we've come out with in a long time. And I don't remember exactly what it was, but the, the first J frame that we did was called, gosh, I'm supposed to know the history. Beast. Rook. The Rook was the first one. You're right. Um, boy and that was, a, yeah, that was, that was, a, that was. I, I used to listen to a lot of way back. I worked out of a truck. I just ripped podcast all day. So. <laughs> yeah. So the, the Rook was the first one and that was a hand turned call. That was where the two little double, like the two little, I don't know what you want to call them, but the little lumps up by the band where the lanyard groove goes, that's where that shape came from. And then I took the Rook and made it into um, what we named the Swamp Fox, <clears throat> which was just kind of a very basic J-frame. Um, it uh, it had a longer barrel than what most everybody else's has, and I think that while that made it aesthetically and proportionally, you know, look better, it it the controls were not there in terms of what people want for a out of a J frame. I mean, it wouldn't get that squeaky ink, 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 ink very well, you know, because the barrel was so long. The exhaust was too long, so it, you know, it just it kind of had a one dimensional like you could you could quack on it, but it didn't do any of the other things very well, and we never sold it very well, and it was kind of a, I mean, we sold I guess say we never sold very many of them. I've sold a blue million of them, but um, nothing compared to how many cut downs we sold, and so it was always sort of a um, eye opening experience because while you offer somebody a J frame, they come over to you and they want your cut down, you know? And so mm-hmm. really the lesson that I learned from the, um, Swamp Fox was by and large, we're a cut down company. You know, we got a, I was always trying to get away from a cut down because I was worried about it being a niche and not being able to sell enough of them to make the company float. But then it was kind of like circling back to it. It was, um, I mean, the, the cut down has been the lifeblood of it. Instead of coming out with a new J frame, what we needed to be doing was coming out with a new cut down. So, after admitting all those lessons, here we are. We're coming out with a new J frame. <laughs> you know, like history just yep. repeats itself. Yep. Um, but, but that being said, I do think that one of the reasons that we didn't do very well with the Swamp Fox over the years was because there was another J frame that kind of had, in my mind, stranglehold on the market and and while it's i don't know drake you you kind of off air protested about calling it a j-frame and you're it's probably fair yeah, but. uh it's it's a great call it uh it's got the feel and the sound of i guess what a lot of people would say a hybrid you know like a layers um just that crunchy noise that you're not getting out of a bigger duck call. What Keith Allen called that thirty pound duck. Yeah. yeah. Big heavy. Um <clears throat> and and the Lairs hybrid really was what I always felt like kicked my teeth in with the Swamp Fox. Right. And so that's where the beast came from was let's get a bigger bore, let's make it more open, let's shorten the barrel down. 
And um, I just never – it just never got right. Like, we, the beast was loud. I mean, you could, you could make it ring. But the barrel was so short it didn't have the control to be like a Main Street call. And so it was always hard to machine and hard to control. And anyways, um, when we started doing this, you know, when I – when we all started doing this together, what, January, February of last year, I said, we need to stop piddling with those two, you know, quote, unquote, hate to call them losers, but they're, that's, we're not going to make a living selling these. We need to focus our attention on, on cut downs, which is where we made the R better, and then we made the XL even better than that, in my view. We went back and improved the OG. Like, I, I felt like we shored up the foundation of, of, who we are, what we are, and the products that we're putting out there. And so now it's time to, you know, kind of branch into that, back into that J-frame-ish market. Mm-hmm. All you guys that come up to us at the booth say, oh, y'all ain't got a J-frame? We mm-hmm. do now. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Yeah, and there's a lot of people that kind of want that heavy, crunchy sound like you were talking about, that they hear their buddy blow in a, in a, high, in a Laris hybrid or um, there's a handful of other calls that have that similar same kind of sound. And it's and it's cut down ish, but it doesn't it doesn't have the long barrel, so it doesn't take quite the air control, and it's got a little better handles on the bottom, and so it kind of meets that. It, hybrid's the right word for it, and I don't know why it bothers me, but <laughs> I think be just because I enjoyed our hybrid so much, and it was different. But uh, but it is it's very much of a hybrid sound. Um, I don't know. What are your thoughts, Ross? To me, if you was to explain it to people on the outside. You know, the guys that blow our cut downs, I would relate it, you know, to a Brute R as it handles, you know, with all that rasp and not having to create it yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, so, those, I think that's why a lot of people lean to the Brute R and, like, that J.J. Laird's hybrid, all the guys that blow J-frame calls, like, that rasp is already there for them. Mm-hmm. And they can do, like you was talking about earlier, that simple five-note tap with the tip of their tongue, and they're going to get rasped. They don't necessarily have to blow it, you know, how Drake would say, correct, you know, mm-hmm. as perfect as he blows with super clean air. That Those guys can get away with just doing just about whatever and get the sound. It's super user-friendly. <clears throat> that is something that I noticed when the Lairs Hybrid started gaining popularity in our part of the world. Obviously, it's been out in California for forever. Mm-hmm. But in our part of the world, I'd say in the last, say, 15 years, really, kind of I feel like parallel with the popularity of cutdowns, you see a ton of people blowing Lairs Hybrids. And I feel like it's because they get this sound out of it that they have always wanted to get out of a duck call, mm-hmm. but that for whatever reason they haven't been able to produce. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yep. Um, and I can think of a number of people that I've hunted with that I heard them blow a, a Lair's hybrid and it was like, huh, that was yeah. a pretty solid five-note quack. And you hand them another call and you're like, oh, let's, <laughs> please don't, please don't do that again. Yeah, you know, like it um, – but I mean, then, then a guy who really can blow a call well still yeah. sounds really good on it. It's not great. like the yeah. training wheels are so mm-hmm. heavy Byron there. Lo- that, Byron, yeah. you know, for example, he he loves it. He's mm-hmm. a guy that can blow a duck call really well, and taking him one, and he he's all about it. Loves it. Yeah. So, um, so talk about just a little bit about the construction. You know, the obvious question, if. You know, if somebody says, well, why did y'all build this call? My response to that is because outside of the cutdown space, to me, the sound that you get out of a Lairs hybrid is kind of the king of what everybody wants to hear right now. And 
you know, it's pretty hard to sell a swamp fox when some what somebody wants is a Laird's hybrid. So I wanted us to build a call that competed with that <clears throat> sound, had that sound, but I wanted us to do it in our own way. Why don't, why don't you kind of one of you guys walk through kind of just the well, I mean, aesthetically it's, what somebody's going to see and what they're going to. It's stepped see. away completely from our old shape. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's got its own shape. Um, it's super small profile, and it feels really good in your hand. Um, right there where you set your thumb on the insert, it's got a big bell on it. Um, so it feels really good. The, the exhaust is super wide open. It's really loud and aggressive. Um, and what we did, we, whenever we did release it at NWTF, um, we did do a few boring changes on it. And Drake, you, you had more to do with that yeah. than I did. So if you want to touch on that. Yeah. Um, let's see. So when we first did this call, we knew it was missing something. Um, uh, we knew it was missing a, like a, a a little bit of a buzz, a rattle to it. So we did a little trick to the reed. It's almost, I guess you'd, you'd say, a band aid. And we went back, made a few changes in the bore. I will say, Spence said it wasn't going to work, <laughs> and it did. <laughs> and I will say, I walked in and said, it, yep. I was wrong. He did say that. I, I, he did. Anyhow, um, I was. I'm glad I did not make a wager because I would have put my house, my truck, my yeah. uh, uh, But anyways, it, it, should we tell what that was? Because I think it was pretty interesting. That was, yeah. Um, basically, our bore was a little bit too long, in my opinion. And if, if you really want to nerd out on it, you put this duck call flat, and you envision how that air is going to hit that tone board, and it was almost like. It, it, there's just too much of a abrupt flow, I guess, as you will. And what we did was we shortened that board just a little bit to give us more meat on the end of that tone board and allowing us to be able to shape more and maybe get different sounds and feel feels for someone that maybe, maybe that is looking for something else. Um, that being said, we changed all that up and – and I thought so. Just yeah. What what I was wrong about was you wanted to shorten the bore because you wanted more real estate on the end of the hole, basically. Right. And I thought we were already dealing with a very short bore. And in my experience, when you shorten the bore even more, it gets super sticky and it airlocks and and. Uh, I'll be damned if it loosened it up. <laughs> it did lot. loosen it up a little bit. Yeah, yeah that's and what I was going to say. I was amazed. Um, <laughs> and and uh, just a funny story, just so that we can document this, and nobody, including Frawley, can say that I've never said I was wrong. <laughs> I know I can I can border on being arrogant, but the, when he first two we so Mark cut one, and or or drilled one, I guess I should say, and. uh and the very first one, Drake carried it in there. He cut the, so he drilled it to cut the stone board, and Drake walked in there and put a reed in there, and he hadn't trimmed it, and it was like it was like, <laughs> and I I turned around and walked out. And I was like, told him, and I mean I didn't get five steps out of the office, and he trim trim, and it went. Turn, I was like. Oh, <laughs> I just walked in there, I opened the door. I was like, I was wrong, <laughs> but. Yeah, it, it, it really did uh, loosen it up a lot. And so, I mean, I feel like, and I y'all can speak for yourselves, but this is a significantly superior sound and call than the first 
what was it, 50 that we mm-hmm. saw flop yeah, in absolutely. Nashville? Mm-hmm. Runs um, way smoother, in my opinion. Yeah, it's just on the bottom a lot. On the bottom, man, it's just so much more consistent feeling smoother running. And for those guys that are wanting to make adjustments and do this, that, and the other, there's a ton of meat left to, mm-hmm. yeah. to play oh, around yeah. with. Mm-hmm. It. Yeah. Full Great, here we go. Yeah. All, things, all things cut down. We've got a Carter Phillippe uh, modified mean duck over here. Uh, it's got a short exhaust because of the short pair of five and a half inch inseam khaki shorts. Uh, it does have a lot of meat on that tone board. Mm-hmm. I don't know what you're going to do when you sand on it, but uh, I would be. I've been meaning to to go after it on one of them just to just to see. Yeah. You know, but I haven't done it yet. Been too, uh, been too, been too busy doing real stuff. Tuning, tuning <laughs> ones that we need yeah. to actually sell. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You want to give us a little toot toot on it? Oh, yeah, sure. I'll give you a little sound file. Yeah, man, I wish I could do that. You can't? Uh-uh. Hit it with that, uh, um, I'm trying to think of how to describe it, but like the average guy that hears that, the average customer that walks up to the table or call counter that hears you blow that call and says to their buddy, well, I can't ever do that. Blow it like that customer would blow that four or five note, just okay. real yeah, simple, yeah. quack, just, right. you know, like if you're going to, I guess what I'm saying is if you're going to take that call and you're going to be an effective member of your calling crew, you know what I mean? You're not going to try to get out over your skis, you know. So, so for the guy who's listening, who's like, you know, I'm never going to be a contest caller. Or they're going to, you know, they hear what you just did a minute ago, and they think that's unattainable. I think the coolest thing about this call is it it makes that four or five note quack sequence. Mm-hmm. To me, that's very attainable. Oh, and it's it's super easy to get so through. So smooth. Right. That's what yeah. I'm getting at. That's such a smooth. I mean, anybody could do that. And you can literally. You can you can dump a lot into. Oh know, yeah, yeah. But you don't have to. You yeah. Know? Mm-hmm. No, because it just seems like that pitch and tone of that call travels really well. Um, I haven't really blown one outside just a whole ton, but just that it's real loud in that tuning room, I, I I'll have, be honest with I, you. It is real loud. <laughs> I, I have actually been blowing one outside. I, okay. I built myself one the other night after y'all left. Uh, went in there and just proofed what y'all were doing. <laughs> Pulled about 10 of them out of the box and tooted on them, made sure they were all pretty close to the same, and y'all, y'all that was real good. Sweet. Um, I'm not gonna say it was an A plus. I'm gonna say it was an A minus. They'll fit somebody. I mean, Make a ninety two all day uh, long. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, they were actually an A plus. I just don't want to say that. Squints in the room, you know. Given the hole we've been in today, <laughs> I'm not sure he's ready for that. But no, they were great. But I, I made me one. It's pretty awesome. super sexy. It's a mallard green barrel with a brass band mm. and an ivory insert. Mm. Oh. And everybody that's gotten in the truck has gone, mm, that's a good-looking duck call. Mm. You should yeah. hear it. And then I blow on it. <laughs> it's a great-looking duck call. Oh. You said that a ton. Like, 
you know, we engrave all our duck calls. Like, this is one thing that you said that you don't want a whole ton of engravings on. You yeah. don't want to leave it sleek and, you know, shiny how it yeah. is. It's it's real nice. How I've always felt like I got that from Mr. Butch, honestly. Mr. Butch told me, like, that your shape is everything. It's, it's like how you sign your name. I mean, it's how people know you, whether the sticker's on the call or not. Like, people recognize the external shape, and it ought to be your own, you know, and and – you know, Chick Major's calls were like that, and Mr. Butch always liked that, and he could kind of show you exactly what set it apart. And I always liked that about R&T stuff, you know, that it had a look to it. And so um, what I like about this call is, like you said, I feel like that call has a look. And um, when you look at the profile of it, you don't think, oh, that's so-and-so's, or oh, that's so-and-so. I mean, that's – most of the world won't when they first time they see it they won't know that as a rolling thunder but i think our shape is unique and it's recognizable it's also modern i like the hard lines on it you know it it i don't know i'm i'm really proud of and it we're doing anodized bands with them like on the black bands on like the ivory with the black anodized band and i'm just a huge anodized band fan it is Are you? it looks sharp oh yeah i'm I, a huge brass fan god <laughs> Jeez. Drake, what's your opinion? <laughs> I think we found us a new polisher. Probably <laughs> <laughs> he's like, yes, finally. Stand on their throat for me. Stand on their throat. Brass bands. Put gloves on. Don't touch them. They're going to tarnish. <laughs> they look great. great. I just, they're a pain to deal with. Yeah, they are. Mm-hmm. And they don't stay looking great long, but it's kind of like CA finish, man. Like it's. Show is sexy when it first comes off. Mm-hmm. Uh, right. But I like the way brass just, it's heavy and it, it's pretty, but I totally understand why y'all hate polishing it. I, I hate polishing it too, just in case <laughs> yeah. anybody's wondering. Yeah. It's tough. Spike um, really hates it. <laughs> Speaking of Spike, most people don't really know Spike Buck around here, but he has carried yeoman's load yes. here the last you know, month Spike's or so. been getting after it. Yeah, Spike uh, has worked more than anybody I mean, here in the past probably three weeks, I'd say. Yeah. Like today he's been on top of it. I'd give him something to do thirty minutes later. All right, what's next? Yeah. I'm like yeah. That took you like two hours last time. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> what have you been doing? He, Makes he, you want to go check and make sure yeah. it's done right. He he has been though. I mean, you're right. He's he's really been hustling and, and just knocking stuff out and I feel like he's really owning his his role. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's like the like the uh, kind of the the Dennis Rodman without the flair, you know, like <laughs> yeah. like just go get rebounds, yeah. you know, play your role. Yeah. I mean, quite honestly, the things that Spike has been doing over the last couple of weeks are things none of us want to do. <laughs> mm-hmm. I hope you're not listening to this, Spike. <laughs> um, but I mean, he he knows. I mean, nobody likes putting O rings no. in calls. Nobody likes pressing barrels on. Mm-mm. Nobody likes polishing the inside of barrels. Nobody likes – that's the grunt work that sucks. And the old Spike Buck, he's – Takes it head on. He's really – I think yeah, he did It'll make him a better person. It will make him. You're right. <laughs> how many How many brass bands did he do the other day? So, with that new contraption that I made. <laughs> contraption. Uh, boy, uh, he probably did over 100 and – yeah. I was thinking 150 or so. Yeah, probably about 150 in like maybe maybe an hour. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. It was insane. That thing rips. That would have took him wow. probably three hours before. Way longer than that, probably. Yeah. Because yeah. doing each of them by hand, you know, screw that. Tell us about the contraption that you built. Because it's, it's quite a... It's I mean, a masterpiece. It's, I'm impressed. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically, what it is, is we found 
this expanding rubber mandrel thing, like a rubber, what would you, like a sleeve almost, that... Uh, I would just say you built a mandrel out of rubber. It's got like a rubber core. Yeah. It's got a piece of all thread going right through the middle of it, and we got the right size, and put that all thread through it with the washer on each end and a wing nut, sink it down on the drill, and... So the inside diameter eat. of these... Yeah. These bands is real specific, right? Mm-hmm. It's machined to a tight mm-hmm. tolerance. But Drake figured out, found a, a particular kind of rubber rod that he could thread on the inside of the brass, but then he could take a set screw on either side and tighten it, and so it made the, the rubber expand mm-hmm. and hold the brass in the same spot. And so, like, we went from basically polishing bands one at a time in between thumbs and, and index yeah. fingers and like trying not to either cut your index finger off or sling the band across mm-hmm. the room to like you chucked it into a hammer drill it was like <laughs> there's five of them shining yeah. like new money yeah. Uh, yeah. brilliant yeah, man. so um <clears throat> all right speaking of that call push in guts or straight tone board Oh, we got a straight tone board. We got cork and reed. Right. And where's the O-ring located? O-ring is located just inside the band, like kind of how we do our XL brood R's, like on the inside of the barrel. It's inside the barrel on the mean duct, just behind the band. And, I mean, you don't even know it's there. It is an amazing fit. It's a great fit. Once Mark took it to me, I was like, "That, yeah, that's the fit. Keep that. Don't change anything because, I mean, it is super, super simple. Fits in great. Don't I love that. I love that about our current where we're at with what we're machining. Our fit and finish, I think, is really, really good. I like the there's enough friction there where you feel like it's not all O ring, but it's not so tight that you're, you know, going to break the tone board mm-hmm. pulling it out. Um, and I feel really good about where we're at in terms of, you know, inserts break in and stuff like that. Like I, we're, we're not currently experiencing that. And when we are, it's the older designs. Um, and so I love the fact that the mean duck and the XL and the R and now the OGs have that in, have, have our O-ring on the inside of the barrel and we've gotten it where it's, we've machined that groove deep enough to where the O-ring sits back and it's not all O-ring. It's not all friction. Yeah. Fit. It's like, it's the, not tearing up. It's the right marriage. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. And, and that was a, not easy. We no, struggled I was about to say, that, that's a that science because right. you got to figure out like the diameter of the O-ring in comparison to how deep your groove is. And yeah, it was circus. Speaking of O-rings, Spike flat installed some O-rings. <laughs> he used to hate that. <laughs> he was, he was, we got a young guy up there, he's 13. He's been working a couple days a week, just like an intern or if you want to call that's it Bambi. that. That's yep. Yeah, Bambi. Bambi and Spike. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Spike was teaching Bambi how to how to O ring this morning, and it was like, ne- of course, neither one of these young men are at a phase in life where they talk. Yeah, <laughs> so it's like all nonverbal cues, and like uh, grunt, like uh, Tim yeah. Allen and Holman yeah, yeah. Proof. <laughs> 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 so like they're they're up there working, and Bambi tries a couple things, and Spike's like. Mm-mm. <laughs> grabs it and does it and hands it back to him. And like, so then the next one, he tried it. And, mm, no. Mm. And he fixes it. And they're like, like they went on, this went on for like 10 calls. And then all of a sudden, Bambi just got it. Right. Light bulb. 
you know, Spike's like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> 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 it's great. So, where did the name Bambi come from? By the way, is that from Spike or I, was it Drake? Did you? Uh-uh. Do that? I think that was someone told it to me. I thought we were Mike. getting ready for the big golf scramble dinner party, and he was out there helping load, you know, put tables out and stuff, and Spike and. Well, now as Bambi, we're standing beside each other, like facing away, and they almost looked identical. You could just see the height difference. And Spike was it much Joey? taller. Was it Joey? Yeah, it was Joey because we made Joey stand beside him and said, "Like big buck, Spike buck, Bambi." Oh, okay. Because <laughs> they, they got all the, got the same. They got the when the story got told to me, I heard somebody said, uh, "Ask Spike, like who is that?" And he was like, "I don't know, but he's below the totem pole of me. I, we're gonna call him Bambi." <laughs> Maybe that got. I hope that's true. I there, hope that's there, the there was definitely that's a little bit of, uh, you know, uh, conversation starter in the form yeah. of alcohol Friday <laughs> afternoon around yeah. the shop. So I, that story could have been exaggerated before it got to me, but I loved it. Bambi, <laughs> Spike won him a uh, turtle, a box. turtle box. Yeah. I saw that. He did. So. I was. I wish. I don't know if y'all could see it, but I was up there, like kind of monitoring the the hurrying them along because so that you know we could play some music or whatever and spike came up there he won you know a raffle ticket he come up there get his prize and i mean there's like a whole bunch of really good stuff like yeti stuff like nice you know big yeti prizes and uh and then there was there was something else like a uh, there were a couple turtle boxes, but then there were a handful of small things, and he gets, like, the smallest of the small things. Like, he picked up something that had, like, a sweatshirt, a T-shirt, a hat, and a Groove Life belt, <laughs> which are great things. Right. But as he's walking away, the next person came up there and grabbed something giant, and he wheeled around, and he had this look of fear in his face. Like, I was going to be like, screwed up. nope, nope, you've already got your prize. And he was like, can I, can I switch? Can I? I was like, yeah. And he was like, oh, it's like relief. <laughs> <laughs> so whenever his number got called, I was sitting there reading Lauren's numbers, and her last one was like so whatever, whatever, like five eight zero, and his number was whatever it was five eight one. Was one uh, number off? And that's one thing Lauren wanted was a turtle box. Oh gosh! <laughs> so yeah. then Spike gets it, whatever, and I tell her like, "Hey, do you realize what just happened?" She's like, "No, we didn't win." I was like, "Yeah, well, we were one number off." Like and Spike got what you wanted, <laughs> so then the night goes on raffling, and her number gets called. She's up there celebrating celebrate at the table. I'm like, you need to go up there to get whatever you're going to get, or someone else is going to get it, you know. And she takes up, takes a long way around. Another number gets called. Well, it's, he's like right there, so he just gets up, sees Yeti. He grabs something Yeti before she can even get there. <laughs> <laughs> oh. So she gets stuck with the Buff City soap. <laughs> So she celebrated at the table too long, and the next number got. Oh, oh gosh, no. poor Lauren! I told her, "What are you going to do with a with a with a shell box? Like, what, 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 what are you going to do with that? Like, I don't know. Regift it to you? You're like, oh, okay, okay. You're not going to put your soap in it. That's for sure. <laughs> oh, geez. Yeah. Um, well, I guess the last thing that I would say about the Mean Duck, and we can kind of wrap up this nerd episode here, is. Uh, Probably not the last time you're going to see that shape or the semblance of that shape in our line. So I don't want to tell too many more things, but too keep, many. Keep keep too your eyes peeled. We got a lot of new things coming. Uh, or on this, since we're on a nerd episode, are you going to tell the people about the what was on the sticks of acrylic? What we might be what? right before, right before we the podcast. Started, you brought them in. That four letter word. Oh. 
No. Duck? Is that what you're talking about? D-U-C-K? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no. I mean, no. <laughs> Just know we're busy. No. Yeah. No. I mean. It might be June. It might be a slow time of year, but we busy up in here. We are busy. Yeah. And, uh. And that's that's a good thing, I guess. It's yeah, it's a good thing. But no, I'm not going to tell the people everything. <laughs> Can't show all of our cards. Yeah, yeah. Although along those lines, while we're having cryptic conversation in our meeting earlier, Jason suggested that I might need to shave my beard for a you know for a little throwback vintage uh. Uh, marketing pitch. And I was like, Jason, do you know how big my double chin is right here? Like it's, it is large. Uh, he was like, well, I just think, you know, it might be, you know, it's like, well, you know, I think. I can see Jason telling you. Yeah. Well, you know. I think, Jason, I think if you were as ugly as me, you wouldn't shave your beard either. <laughs> Somebody asked me one time why I had a beard, and I said, because one time my uncle looked at me and said, son, you got more chins than a Chinese phone book. <laughs> Went home, threw all the razors away, and said, I'm growing a beard. Starting now. Oh, so I'm just going to be one big chin now. That's the honest truth. I have not shaved it since. That's hilarious. That's the same one got the big, giant mustache. Oh, yeah. 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 He's had that mustache since he hit puberty. God. I mean, literally, his, like, his ninth grade picture on the wall is big. You know, it's not quite that size, but I mean, it's there he is up there, top right in that picture. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's a <laughs> that's intense. It's a quite, a, it's quite a stash. I mean, it's. I wonder how that man eats cheese dip without getting it everywhere. I mean, he saves it for later. So, he's got to. So, yeah. I mean, I don't want to derail this conversation, but I would venture to say he don't eat much cheese dip. I mean, he's knocking on the door of seventy. He's two and a half years older than my dad. My dad turned sixty-seven yesterday. And until just a few years ago, he was running triathlons two or three times a year. I mean, swimming on a regular basis, jogging. That thing flowing lifts, in the wind. Lifts, Is that mustache not slow him down in the water? <laughs> You'd like have to push ask away like I mean, a barge. I mean, he's like a he's like a small version of a Clydesdale. Like he's not super fast, but I mean, he don't stop. You don't you don't want to get in a you don't want to get in a a That's long so distance nice. race with him. He, he's That's awesome. he's he's. Tough cookie there. He's got one of those Mustang inflatable life jackets on his face. <laughs> Mustang inflatable life jackets. Okay. <laughs> oh, gosh. I don't want to say anything critical about it. I mean, uh, yeah, that's the one who said it. So I was like, yeah, okay, you know, 70, you've got a six pack. And I haven't had a six pack since Friday night. Yeah, <laughs> the good one. Yeah. Well, anyways, so that's the mean duck, and uh, you know, next thing on the agenda for us is trade show seasons coming. July and August are going to be a absolute blur. Jeez. Yeah. I mean, seriously, though, I was thinking about and just looking at earlier today on the calendars, like, man, it's every weekend. So the 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 little flurry between in July and August. I mean, it'll start in Huntsville, and then be Birmingham, Little, little Rock, Rock. Um, Game Fair in Mississippi, Game Fair in Buckmasters. Yep, Rogers thrown in there. Yeah, Rogers before that actually. Rogers would be the first weekend in August. Um, I think Fort Thompson's is having an event right around the first of September, like a statewide sales tax event. I mean, just going to be a 
a blur of uh, places to go and people to see. But uh, make sure you come by, blow the mean duck, um, check it out, and we promise that won't be the last new product that we launch this year. So, oh, by the way, you call nerds are still two numbered brood XLs. Ooh, in the, oh, yeah, we in the call case. Yeah, look at. Look at look at Drake selling stuff. So tell me about that. There are two tuxedo brood yep. XLs. Yep. Where were they? Did we just were they in the case with the they, pistols they were like and the, stuff? They were just right up on the far left side. If you're standing behind, I think they just which is right there in the shadow. Right there on the Dutch has the... these two little rolls of <laughs> like foam astro foam stuff that he rolls out on the counter when he sells somebody a gun. <laughs> Drives me nuts because they cast a shadow on yeah. the calls on that end. It's yeah. like this is the call <laughs> counter. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we got. Two number, I don't. I can't remember what they are. They're in the two hundreds. Both of them are. I think. I think one's in the one hundreds. Is it? I think so. Uh, For some reason, one nineteen. I was thinking. Do y'all remember how how tired we were September Uh the sixteenth, trying to stack those calls, those numbered calls in that case? We were just like, I mean, I'm always cross-eyed, but we were (laughs) all cross-eyed, tired, and it was like, and then Aaron moved one stack. And then all of them were off numbers. You know what I mean? It was like there were 22 across here and then yep, 22. Yep. And then all of a sudden these numbers all got moved yep. over here. And then when we unlocked the door, it was like pandemonium of <laughs> numbers. Yep. I remember like, that. That was right after Foxhole too. So oh, we were extra tired. Yes. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you're right. That was after Foxhole. Good times. Yeah, good times. Good memories. But so two tuxedo brood XLs. I wonder if are they on the website or uh, would a guy have to call the shop? Let's look here. I seriously doubt they're on the website. I'd be shocked. Yeah. Okay, Nancy. <laughs> it's I mean, we 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 updated the inventory the other day. Probably's <laughs> gonna kick me in the shin when he leaves here. He wore do, boots today. Do we want to take guesses on whether or not it's on the website? I'll go with yes. Because this, because this <laughs> <laughs> it's looking like they might. Be. What's your What's your guess? So Riles says yes, they're on the website. Drake says, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Drake's trying to decide who he know. wants to. I don't know. <laughs> Drake, Drake doesn't want to piss him off, and your, yours is. They're, of course, they're not on the website, right? No, I didn't that, say of course. Oh, I said sorry. I'd be shocked if they were on the website. Uh, okay. Does anybody want the right answer? They're currently not in stock on the website. So yeah, yeah, I will say, it. Mr. Frawley, I was wrong. Yes, you were. Hey, you, you got one today. Who was were right? right? I was you. right. Yeah. You, Frawley, you were right, <laughs> you big guy. You got one today, Frawley. <laughs> so as a good coach, it's a <laughs> – <laughs> As a good coach, I'd like to just finish this conversation. I was like, it's about time you got your head out your ass and you got one, right? <laughs> so with that being said, I'm going to adjust this and make it. So there are now two tuxedos available on the website. We need to make sure, in all seriousness, when we conclude this podcast, we need to go make sure that uh, – Trip Hodges knows where these two tuxedo calls are because I can see right now. Somebody's going to order them, and then he's going to yep. come in and be like, we don't have any more of these. <laughs> okay, keep him know. guessing. 
He's looking. Hey, he's he has been looking for stuff to do. So maybe if those two calls get ordered, one thing he can do is look for them, mm. play hide and seek with That's them. A good point. Good point. Please order those calls. We should hide them and see what he does. They're here, Trip. Yeah. Hide them in place. Inventory side. says they're here. <laughs> <laughs> they, inventory's always right. Oh, me. All right. Well, we've nerded out enough, and we've dug enough holes, enough rabbit trails. Probably's ready to go home. It's Taco Tuesday. We haven't Taco Tuesday in a long time. You know. Uh, we've been eating at the house a lot. I heard that. I heard. I heard Girk's been like meal prepping and Trip's been cooking. And I made some dinner. I made some chicken alfredo I, last night. I, I even heard through a little birdie in the grapevine that uh, y'all were doing laundry at your house. This is true. Wow. No longer going to the coin op in town. Wow. wow. Night and day difference. Yeah. Our dishwashers hooked back up. Our sinks working. Yeah, water. We got hot water. No more more shock showers. Yeah, it's a functional. Yeah, no more shock showers. I can't remember what day. I guess it was Thursday week before last. I was up here, and for those of you listening, Thursdays is is the end of our work week for the manufacturing team. Work four days. Everybody heads out on Thursdays. Was everybody almost everybody being out of town? A lot of the guys just roll out and head head out of town for the weekend, and. uh, so I was here. I was, it was like five thirty or something like that, and this place turns to a ghost town at five o'clock. Everybody's getting out of here, and I walk into the front room and like Trip sitting in one chair, Levi's sitting in one chair, Frawley's sitting in another chair, and I was like, "What are y'all doing?" They were like, "Um, can we take a shower." It's like, "Yeah, I guess." Next thing I know, like <laughs> they're taking turns taking a shower. <laughs> I was like, "Why are y'all showering up here? Your house is like two miles from here, yeah. three miles." Oh, we don't. The hot water's broken. It's just been broken. Trip said it's just been broken a couple of days. I looked at him and I was like, "No, your hot water's been broken a month because <laughs> Frawley called me while I was in Wisconsin. <laughs> like, like I know when it was broken." He was like, "Oh, okay." Yeah, after we oh, played that round okay. of golf, I showered at the barn with dish soap because I didn't bring my regular soap, thinking there was some in that shower. <laughs> Left the bar smelling like palm olive. <laughs> Not the blue either, the orange oh, palm yeah. olive, like oh, citrusy. Yep, smell like uh, a lunchroom. <laughs> <laughs> oh, anyways, life this is hilarious. Life and times at the shop. That's right. Karcher's no longer a frat house. Yeah. The, For now. The lawn has been mowed more than three times in the last 30 days. <laughs> I mean, that's... The more we spell it out, the more that I just realize that that house is a train wreck. <laughs> There's still turkey fans in the garage. Really? Yeah. Or I don't want to ask any follow-up questions. <laughs> so I'll just say <laughs> congratulations the on the turkeys <laughs> that you killed. <laughs> they're not mine. <laughs> oh. And they're not oh. Levi's because he didn't kill any. <laughs> <laughs> well, there it now. on that note, uh, hmm. trip, <laughs> as Lindy would say, trip. Oh me! All right, well we've uh, we've gone around the world enough on this one. I think we ought to yep. wrap her up. Probably, I'm sort of sorry for making this a hard that day. Is for not you. a genuine apology. No, it's not. It's not. <laughs> Sorry that the things I said hurt your feelings. There we go. They didn't hurt my feelings. Oh. Yeah. So what am I apologizing for? I don't know. 
You're complicated. Yeah. I you just, now you You're just like, like the fact that this I'm is a dramatic. Me. I'm a dramatic son of a bitch, that's for sure. You can ask Mary Kate about that. I am very dramatic. I'm Diva. I, I met your Diva Sass. Your, I met your fiance over the weekend and I'm not asking her any questions about this conversation or today. Why? Just because I'm afraid she might tell me that I was wrong or something. And oh no. Then, no. <laughs> no. She gonna snap at you. <laughs> I hope what she'd say is, yeah, he needed that. I, I mean, that's exactly what she'd say. <laughs> well, probably all that being said, me hard enough. We need to wrap this up, bad. Yeah, we yeah. do. We do. <laughs> we'll be cutting this part <laughs> out. <laughs> You're gonna get a call and be like, "Frawley, I told you." No. Um, well, anyways, Mean Ducks coming out. Come give it a whirl. We're gonna be all across the southeastern United States, or even gonna be up north. So. Um, well, I say we're going to be up north. Gurk's going to see his people at Game Fair. <laughs> we, we, no offense to you, Midwesterners, but... Uh, Pilgriming back to the homeland. Yeah. Uh, here, Gurk, go sell a goose call. Okay, boss. Uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. They're flying off I'm the a, shelf. I'm a big goose guy. <laughs> Falling off the shelves. Anyways, so with all that being said, thanks for listening to another episode. We appreciate you guys stopping by and listening in. This has been another episode of the Rolling Thunder Podcast. Good job, Frawley. Thank you. We'll catch you on the next one. Hey, all this is Spence and Frawley, and just wanted to say thank you for listening to another episode of our podcast. We really, really enjoy producing this podcast and would be really grateful if wherever you get your podcasts, if you would subscribe to the Rolling Thunder podcast and give us a five-star rating. Somehow, apparently, out there in internet la-la media land, (laughs) that helps our podcast to be found by other people like you. So we just want you to know we appreciate you listening, and we'd like to ask you to subscribe and give us a five-star review and keep on listening. And unfortunately, recording podcasts don't pay the bills, so we just do this for fun and for y'all, and we want it to grow as bad as y'all want it to grow. So... We could really use your help in doing that. Share it with a friend. Yes, right. We appreciate y'all stopping by again. Thanks for listening.